Dear Shooter, we've all had these days. You know, the day where nothing goes right and it gets progressively worse. You just want to go back to bed and tap out. The ultimate Monday, even though it's not a Monday. Pour yourself that extra coffee. Keep your chin up. This too shall pass. Of course I'm happy. I'm just checking because I'm like getting the stink eye here. Go do your thing. But get good at your craft first. And put your budget to things that really matter at the end of the day. You want to get good at it. And make no mistake about it. That's training. Let's face it. If you have a size 62 waist, you are not as tactical as 5'11 might think you are. And we've all seen it. Welcome to the Deer Shooter Podcast. I am your host, Jason Crotto. Deer Shooter is brought to you by WyoTac, Empowerment Through Self-Reliance, and Lucid Optics, on target, under budget. All right. Happy Thursday. And uh, we're in the midst of November. When did that happen? Somewhere after June. (laughs) I mean, I'm not complaining. 60 degrees out for the most part, and and it's actually been rather pleasant. But uh, it it makes me nervous because I keep seeing the storms roll over the mountain. We had a couple nasty days in October and then November hits and while it's not you know July it's not miserable like well, it should be that's because we had first winter and now we're having second fall soon second winter will come in and Brandy subscribes to the Hobbit weather service she's not wrong she's not I mean we're kind of we're, we're in that almost winter phase yeah, it's it's going to happen, and you guys, when it does, it's coming hard and fast. You all saw the fat that was on the deer we took this year? Yeah. They know. Yeah. Yeah, that has me nervous. But, you know, we, 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 we got on this conversation of just some of the bad days that we've had, uh, not even just on the range, but really on the range. Um those quicksand days. Any given day, I can have a bad day at the range. More often than not, probably, if I'm honest. My range days don't go perfect. Heck, my loading days getting ready for the range don't go perfect. My smithing days getting ready to go to the range don't go perfect. So, it, a lot of the time, Putting I'm having... your pants on doesn't go perfect. That other leg is a hell of a thing to get in there. Yeah, because now you've got to stand on one leg to do it. It's weird. It's a flamingo dance, a real one. <laughs> Can't have to see that. No, no, that's a private thing. Nobody sees the flamingo dance. You know, we, we joke about it on the podcast. You know, we always say, keep blaming the gun. Um, because a lot of times, especially newer shooters, that's their go-to. Is Well, it's got to be the equipment. It can't be them. Right. It, but you, you even see experienced shooters doing that, and I think when you hit a certain point, you you kind of you don't want to blame the equipment, but 
then at the same time, you're sitting there going, I don't know what the hell I'm doing wrong. I sat and watched uh, a competition with Jerry Mitchellack at it. And he ran a stage, and he just, quite honestly, he screwed it up. He just fumbled it. And he, when the last round was sent, he just started to giggle. And he goes, can I have a do-over? <laughs> and everybody had a good chuckle and laugh about it. But there was a guy that owned his mistakes. That's really, really rare. You see people all the time. They call in on customer service lines. You see them at the range. It can't be them. They are God Almighty experts at what they do. Um, it's got to be the equipment. And that's why we, we jokingly say keep blaming the gun. Right. Because it's never, hardly ever, the gun. Well, and and then you hit that point. I, I, I had a rifle three, four years ago. Put a new barrel on it. And... I could not shoot to save my life. I, this went on for three months. Well, and honestly, and, I took that gun from you. Because I, I couldn't figure it out. I thought for sure you were smoking dope and being the guy blaming the gun. But I, I, but I wasn't. That was my problem. I should have and blamed it right away. I shot three right out of the gate, damn near touching. And I went, yeah, it's, can't, he's drinking too much energy drinks or whatever when he's going to shoot. The fourth and fifth round, I'm not sure where they hit. They might not have come down yet put the borescope in it and it told a different story right you got a bad barrel right as weird and rare as that is it does happen it does happen but it took me three months of going out and fighting with this thing trying to figure out what i was doing wrong before i finally gave it to you and went you take a look because i don't get it another perspective is always a good idea um yeah this one was just missing a whole land (laughs) which is Rare. Yeah, it's extremely rare. I mean, I'd never seen that happen before. But one of those unique cases, your equipment was not helping you. No, it wasn't. But, it, again, it goes back to I I don't want to blame the equipment. So for well, months, I mean, I, I, I fell into that pattern of I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And you lose that motivation and you just, you just you, you go out there almost – just clench teeth like I don't want to do this because I know how it's going to go. And in the shooting sports, the, there's a ton of variables that attribute to that accuracy model, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the in the the long gun game, it's ammunition, quality rifle, decent optic, and a good mindset when you sit down at the bench. Mm-hmm. And the more velocity your sport gets to it, the harder it is to diagnose the issues that are human entered. Mm-hmm. I mean, the three gun guys—they are moving so darn fast. If they had an issue, I'm not sure they'd know it until the end. Right. Um, the the trap and skeet guys—that thing is all intuitive for the most part. Their their equipment is it's great, but it's tertiary to them. Mm-hmm. If they have a bad day, there's nobody to blame. Right. Right? And so when you have that bad day, how you react to it is critical and key. Mm-hmm. Because if you let it beat you, you'll start looking for reasons not to go back and have that beating happen again. Right. And then you get stuck in a mindset. You get stuck in a rut. And we've all done it. Um 
it emotionally compromises you. You you, you get a little depression going. Yeah, you, you start looking at other hobbies that you might be better at. You know, I mean, I had hit a slump one time so hard that I took up fly fishing. <laughs> no joke. I mean, it was. I just was disenchanted with the whole shooting over bait in Texas. Oh, And as yes. a hunter, I was like, yeah, this isn't hunting. So I picked up a fly rod and got back to hunting. Mm-hmm. But it took me a while because I had to learn right. how to fly fish. Right. So that slumped and created another crack habit. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, don't let the slump beat you, no matter how big it is. Well, one of the things that that we talk about in training, uh, you know, especially when we start talking about the defensive stuff, one of the things I always tell my students is there's only two ways you lose. You quit or you die. Um, and in the context of self-defense, that it, it's true. But it's kind of true too here, too, in the fact that you don't lose until you quit. Yeah, but, I mean, if you having that slump and for whatever reason the activity isn't as fun as it used to be you have to consciously make the decision to go and get back up on after you've been bucked off Mm -hmm. if you don't make that decision your slump will beat you it will and it'll beat you quickly it doesn't take very long at all and you start looking for other things to do and next thing you know you talk about well i used to be a shooter oh Right. Yep. Um, I used to compete. I was, you know, I was pretty good for my little club. Um, why don't I do that anymore? <laughs> and maybe you should go try it again. I know why. I know why I don't compete. Why? Because every time I, every time there was a match this year, our local match that we love going to, I had to teach. Well, yeah. <laughs> it makes me crazy. Scheduling is a work hazard uh, for sure. Don't. Don't get into a profession in which you work most weekends. I will tell you, my work got, got in the way this year quite a bit, too, of getting to the range and getting some trigger time. And there in September, I took a couple days just for myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't invite anybody to the range with me. I just went and did. And I had one of the absolute worst days of my life. <laughs> but the second day... I couldn't miss. And I really kind of didn't want to go the second day when I talked myself into going. And I'm glad I did because now I'm kind of excited to go back. I, I, we've all had those. I, I, I don't know how many times I've just had to get up and walk away, go have lunch, go just be away from the gun for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and just stop and reset and then i can sit down and everything's good to go but the point is you go back and do it again mm-hmm. don't let that slump beat you right i mean there are folks that have things that happen to them and life gets in the way and it can be traumatic and a big physical medical issue it can sideline you for a while mm-hmm. and you go back and you have a rough day at the range and gosh it's not as fun as you remember it being and then you kind of don't go again and you make excuses, why not? And next thing you know, you're that person that I used to compete. Right, and, then the, and and you also get into that, 
you know, what could have been mentality. That's a destructive cycle. Mm-hmm. Because any given day, the best competitor out there can be beat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just it's a, it's a normal rule of nature, right? But the only thing you can do about it is get back in the saddle and go do it. Debut you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And attitude's everything. Absolutely. So, I don't know. I, I've been fortunate enough to be able to have the mindset every time I've had a slump to be able to somewhat brush it off mm-hmm. and get back at it. Now, I'm not progressing at the level that I used to when I was young, but I'm progressing. Right. right? Hey, incremental is still, it's still moving. That's correct. And we want to thank our fine sponsor, 10th Mountain Whiskey. The awesome folks in Vail are great supporters of the shooting sports and veterans programs, as well as being distillers of absolutely amazing spirits. Their single malt and rye are particular favorites of ours. Support those who support us, and to make it easier, 10th Mountain has given our listeners a discount code. If you're online, just enter Deer Shooter at checkout for 10% off. That should help you out with some of your holiday shopping. All right, so happy Thursday, everybody, and uh, treat for everybody. We've got Ton Jones on the line, who just got back from the polls, and apparently Texas is in chaos. Oh, yeah, uh, my small town of train wrecks and retards, yeah. Godly. It's, yeah, godly Texas. Um, it's when you have too many idiots, and I mean that in the most derogatory form possible these idiots decided that the mayor would not leave the old mayor until they did a forensic audit and then that dude was off like a prom dress (laughs) gone so like he's running from the law and shit um well no one has seen him since he abruptly resigned the day they submitted the forms he took a bunch of money you know he took a bunch of money Oh, and he's the one that kicked me out of the the city hall meeting. Wait, wait, kicked you out of a city hall meeting? <laughs> yeah, it was great. Why it was were so you at it. a city hall meeting? To make people uncomfortable. Well, you do that by walking in the room, but you had a reason I, to be there. Oh, yeah, because I was sitting behind him two days earlier when he took the bribe to do a house and mud project, project here in the small town of Godley. 11 houses per acre in the country. Okay. Out in the middle of nowhere. You've you, been here. You witnessed the bribe. Oh, yeah. He, they're like straight up discussing how they're going to pass it through. There's a certain amount of time that the local government has to submit their reply to the request to do this project. And instead of doing their job... The government, the local government, the mayor decided, well, we're going to wait it out. And at the very last day, they're going to postpone the city hall meeting till the next day. Huh. Okay. <laughs> that with sounds that like said, the NRA's Robert's Rules etiquette. Oh, dude, without a doubt. And then what happens is to avoid a lawsuit, it the, the paperwork they submit is automatically forced through. Huh. So they paid him to do nothing. 
And you witnessed this whole deal, and you were there to say what? Oh, I called it out. (laughs) Of course you did. You know how. And you wonder why there's cars on fire in front of your house from time to time. I thought it was to warm my food. Well, you never asked yourself why? Well, this dude is everything that makes me want to get up in the morning and commit Harry Carey with a plastic butter knife. <laughs> and that's why he only gets a spork. Yeah, that's graphic. All right. I mean, uh, well, I, uh, well, the last time we talked a ton, he was talking about uh, nude blow darting. Dude, yeah. it, it's a thing. <laughs> it's freaking epic. Never so freeing in my life. Oh, dude. What are they going to do? Come tell the fat naked dude no? Come on. Nobody messes with the fat naked dude. They won't even send cops into that call. The only thing that would have made it better was if I was on a Segway. I was like, dude, that would have been epic. (laughs) The cop at the mall? Jesus, you're going to owe me a freaking soundboard. (laughs) Uh, So reeling this back uh, a little bit. You have yeah. been a buddy of mine for a while now. Yeah. And I have heard about a couple bad days or two. Maybe twice. Oh, yeah. So how does Tun Jones go about managing a bad day? Bad days are amusing. I figured this. Without the bad days, you won't ever appreciate the good days. That's a good point. It's literally that simple and if everything's going smooth i'm gonna go do something to make sure everything balances out in the world because everything perfect everything's great everything's happy it makes the days that are just kind of seem bad seem really bad yeah true so i'm like okay so are you saying you intentionally sabotage your day i just intentionally balance out intentionally balance out the world. Perspective's everything. He's going to politically answer this thing, isn't he? Oh, if I know everything's going absolutely perfect, I go play with electricity and fire. Oh, that's not good. That's never good. But it balances everything out. There has to be a balance. There has to be a yin and there's a yang. I mean, for every action, there's an equal but opposite reaction. Let's be real about this. If everything's perfect, there's only one way to go down. You know what? I'm going to race to the bottom and come back up really quick because I want that to be as short as possible. I, I can't disagree with that. If I'm having a really good day, I'm looking over my shoulder. Yeah, yeah but I'm not intentionally going to fuck it up. Well, not intentionally, but I, I'm just I'm waiting for that other shoe to drop. I, mean, I will fuck it up all on my own. <laughs> I don't need exactly. anybody to go look for it. Dude. Beat him to the punch. Do you think there's a high tide without a low tide? Come on. Dude, something is going to go south. I want control of that moment. And your boss wanna, walks into your office. Like, hey, son, you did great. Here's a raise. You stand up and kick him in the balls, don't you? No, I would. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I would taser him maybe in the notes, but just saying. That's not helping. No. Dude. No, that doesn't help. No. 
walking outside. Here's your raise. Everything's good. Three days later, you get your walking papers because they can no, no longer afford you. What the fuck? I've had that happen uh-uh. to me. Yeah, that sucks. Uh-huh. See? Beat yeah. him to the fucking punch. <laughs> Be contro- have control of your destiny. Wow. <laughs> I've never put conscious thought to it like that. I guess I have to catch up. Ton's going to start base jumping. <laughs> He's probably Dude, already done it. It hurts. <laughs> you know what? Is there that- is a weight limit on those fucking parachutes, and the, the it harness. is not a suggestion. They chase. No, oh, <laughs> dude! It finally got that piece of corn out. I couldn't reach. Let's oh, just say that. Lordy. So was that a good day or a bad day? That was an inspirational day. That was somewhere <laughs> in the middle. That 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 was one of those days that it could have sucked worse. It let me know that gravity was still in control of fat people, and back titties and harnesses do not match. It was <laughs> so, just a solid reminder that things could be worse. Straight up, I gotta ask, what'd you jump off of? Rocks. All right. You weren't supposed to be on said rocks, or you just said so. Oh, yeah, that was an understatement. Okay. Well, it was the bridge. It was the bridge, but when the flashy car with the little crazy lights decided to come on the bridge and pull someone over, and they passed us when we were already walking out of our vehicles... The vehicles took off. Now there's only one thing to do. <laughs> yeah, I guess you got to do Well, there's, there's two things. Two of the people stayed behind, and I said, fucking let's ride this ride. I believe that's called fleeing the scene in style. Dude, it's called taking advantage of gravity and weight because I <laughs> dropped a lot faster than those skinny fuckers would have. <laughs> and let's be real. When a fat guy goes to jump... No one's grabbing a hold of him. If you're 120 pounds, okay, that dude with the badge can probably pull you in and hold you tight and give you a comforting hug while they lock you up and you cry. Unless when he's looking to fuck goes, up his good day. Yeah, and let's be real. When a guy over 250, over 300, over 325 at the time says, you know what, I'm going for it, that dude stands back and has that moment of fuck this i do not get paid enough <laughs> valid you're on your own dude <laughs> yep he's all he's and he looked at he didn't scream or say anything because once that parachute deployed and he heard the vomit come out of my mouth <laughs> and saw the shower spray down on the campers down below <laughs> oh no he's like yep he just kind of shook his head and waved up waved me off and finished him pulling over the person and did everything else and i got to the bottom (laughs) luckily the person was in the vehicle waiting for me and said we're not going back because everybody else is going to be detained they'll call us i said all right uh i need to change my drawers and i vomited on myself he thought is that what that smell is i said yep (laughs) yikes and that was an inspiration day yeah, that that actually that was sounds inspirational. like that, that kind of sounds like a good day. Yeah, I was yeah. like, dude, let, it, it could have been worse, right? Now, could've every time worse. you have a bad day, every time you have a bad day, it could have been worse. 
That's a great way to look at it. That ties back in what we started talking about today. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's a really good way to look at it. I'm still not sure I'm on board with actively sabotaging my good day, but I get it. So what made your day so bad? Oh, I didn't really have one today. Um, I've had a string of really bad days at the at the bench trying to get some stuff shot, but um, I'm working through that. They're my problems. Um, I'll fix them. I'll be back. And the last time I shot a, anything of accuracy was this weird 762 by 39 rifle that this guy I kind of like had built. Yep. It was shockingly accurate. And that was the last day I had so, that was a good shot. So, in perspective now, big picture, you never know there's a problem or never really realize there's a problem until you step back and look at the whole picture. Oh, no. This is what I like to refer to as karma. <laughs> this is not a bad day. This is just karma. And you suck it up and move on because all I heard was, why the fuck do you want a 762 by 39 bolt action? I did ask that question. Yep. Yeah. And I said, because of that one question you just asked. And know what? It repulses people. It makes them twitch. It may, why? Let alone the person that has to build it. That poor fucker, man. Oh, God. Ugh. And then once he starts questioning it and kind of like, what the hell? And, and then he shoots it and it's accurate. There's only one thing that can happen. Not a bad day. It's called karma. It was, yeah, it, very bewildering. I, I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I still understand. Are you but, sure that wasn't inspirational for him? <laughs> well, we'll put it like this. I'm not building one. It's weird. <laughs> but it's the best day you shot all month, so That's maybe right. you should think about no, it. No, I'm not building mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep, the keep gun is sexy, karma. and it shoots really, really well, if I do my job. Okay, this coming from the guy who builds a bolt gun with the same ballistics of a 300 blackout running subsonic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you were there. We questioned you were there that one. I, you were there when I took a 308 air gun with worse trajectory and ballistics than a 300 blackout subsonic. Yes. You did. And and know what? Even on the darkest, cloudiest of months, the sun will still shine on a dead dog's ass. <laughs> yeah, it 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 shined for you that weekend. You had a lot going yep. on that weekend. Be honest, dude. It was an absolute train wreck. The first thing you said, "What's the BC?" I said, "I don't know." What's the velocity? Crado uh, said that to me. I said, "I don't know." Uh, what's your holdover? I don't know. What's your rail stat? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we were asking these questions because we can backwards engineer the data and help you, but you had nothing to contribute. That's all right. We just Did we just lose him? I don't think so. I zing him like that, and he just disappears. Still got him. Mr. Jones, are I, you with us? I'm here. He yeah. went to the shitter. <laughs> no, I am here. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can you hear me? Yeah, I got yes, you. I am here. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I'm here. <laughs> See, that's just like Ton, though. You zing him, and he shuts up like we have a technical problem. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Leave, muted leaves me. you hanging. <laughs> well, brother, yeah, all right. we're, we're going to wrap the show up here, and uh, we'll uh, get you back on the horn in a second. All right, perfect. Thanks, Dud. Thanks, guys. I will torment you soon. All Sounds right. good. All right, later. <laughs>